Business Class, a podcast sponsored by the iBear MBA program of the USC Marshall School of Business. Expert insight into the world of business. Business Class spoke with Christopher Darnell, CEO of the Human Baton, a new business and a new kind of entertainment, a super sport relay race. We asked Chris to trace the thread of his career, a career that has moved from the energy sector of South America to an iBear MBA at USC, to becoming the CFO of the Microsoft Cloud, to real estate in Africa, and now to high-powered sports entertainment. Before I came to iBear, I guess the, the impetus that was driving me to begin to think about that change I had been working in the energy sector for about 10 years. Uh, the region um, that I had been helping to develop uh, was being uh, sold by the company. They were expanding much more aggressively in Europe and in Asia, uh, and the returns in Latin America, where I was based, uh, were not as high as the overall portfolio. As a result of that, it gave me a nice opportunity, rather than returning back to the U.S. and taking on another role with the company, uh, with whom I was working, to consider going back to graduate school. But I had been working for 10 years as well. And so finding a program that was not a two-year program and not necessarily an executive program and would also enable me to transition back into the U.S. in an international environment drew me to iBear. Additionally, the possibility and ability to study in the film school or the School of Cinematic Arts was also a tremendous draw. Um, there's a creative element that I've had in my system or bloodstream since I was a youngster, very young. Uh, I started disc jockeying at the age of 14. Uh, I was classically trained in piano and then began to perform in rock bands as a keyboard player, uh, hence the doors here in Los Angeles. So there was also another draw. Um, Ms. Ray Manzarek has always been one of my, uh, one of my idols, so to speak, from music. So I bear and the doors. I think that's probably a fair statement. I hadn't thought about it. You know, was it Ray Manzarek that, that, that was the, the, the person that drew me here subconsciously? I think there's some reality to that, actually. Chris began to trace the red thread that connected all of his moves throughout his career. It took me probably 15 years to figure out what the red thread was. So the one I discovered as I was rewriting my resume um, going through the iBear program was that finance had enabled me as a discipline to move to different parts of the world uh, and to help build companies. And my transition from energy post-iBear into technology was further proof that finance was a very transferable skill, and I like it. We uncovered one of Chris's strong links to Microsoft. I don't admit this much, but I really do like to build Excel financial models. I just I, I enjoy figuring out what the growth potential of a business is, helping define what the revenue streams could be, and helping to set the financial parameters, as well as the strategic parameters, probably more importantly, um, of the business. And then after a number of years at Microsoft, 
I also began to realize that it wasn't just the finance that enabled me to move through different disciplines, but I was actually building businesses as part of, uh, as in from an analyst all the way up to a C-level um, executive, I was part of teams that were building these businesses from scratch. And it took me another 10 years to realize that that's what I was doing. I was building businesses from the ground up. The ability to build and lead a business. When Chris finished his MBA, he moved to Microsoft, where he helped build one of the company's premier products. And one of the things that attracted me to to Microsoft was following the ability to have completed the Iber degree and also um, received um, a concentration from the School of Cinematic Arts in the business of entertainment, I felt that technology was soon to be applied much more deeply in the way that we consume uh, media, uh, especially in music. Um, we had began to see the, what, how Napster was impacting the music industry um, and how um, technology and music and film and TV uh, and, uh, and music were ultimately going to be distributed technologically. So I had that in my mind that it was coming at some point, and Microsoft felt like a good place to go explore and potentially wait on that. Whilst at Microsoft, I started in corporate strategy, essentially to learn the business, um, strategic planning, uh, because I was new to technology. And that was a great way for me to get a uh, a view overall of Microsoft's business operations and understand the different different aspects and areas that they were, were involved in technologically. From that role, I went to, uh, was recruited in as the, as the, essentially the CFO, the head of finance uh, for what is now the Microsoft Cloud. We were deploying the first desktop, the first email, the first SharePoint uh, to a company called Energizer. And they were taking some uh, partnering with us uh, to pilot the initial launch of, of what is now the Microsoft Cloud in a business that is doing uh, well over $15 billion a year now in annual turnover. And that wasn't that long ago, right? That was a, that was a hand, you know, barely a hand, you know, two handfuls of years. Uh, when from that uh, from that role, and that transition is also an interesting interesting area, as well. I went in to work in the Xbox Group, as they were strategically beginning to worry. I think rightly so about the impact that the iPod was having uh, on or could have on Microsoft's business from a commercial uh, uh, PC sales perspective. Because what was happening is you had this age group, this teenage age group that were engulfed in the iPod. And then the fear was they would start buying Macs, which they did, right? And so Microsoft's foray into that space by creating an MP3 player, uh, but not only that beginning to come into the distribution or uh, eagerness to distribute uh, TV, film, and music uh, through the Xbox as a channel, through the PC as a channel. And so I spent uh, a number of years uh, launching that business, um, again, as, a, as the head of finance, uh, and, and it grew uh, in a very, very interesting way. Uh, I think we were, at the time, probably a bit more successful than we really realized we had been. And seeing now, you know, 
10 years later what uh, is, has happened in the world of Netflix and streaming and Hulu and uh, Amazon uh, video, that that inclination, I think, was, was, was the right one. We asked what he pulled from his MBA courses as he and his team created what became the Microsoft Cloud. I think both here uh, from, from the, the core Iber coursework, absolutely. You know, I drew a lot from the strategic uh, thinking and some of the other international finance uh, aspects, but also from the School of Cinematic Arts. I mean, I learned how studios functioned and learned how to think about content licensing, which was important for us because we were, uh, we were um, acquiring the, the ability to license and distribute um, Hollywood content. Microsoft was an important step in Chris's career, and it brought the confidence for his next move. I was with Microsoft for 10 years. I left on my 10-year anniversary. Um, I look back on those years very, very fondly. It just felt like 10 years was a, good, uh, was a good time. And I was also, having come to the reality of the, the finance thread that I alluded to earlier, as well as the ability to have somewhat consistently built businesses over the course of my career, I felt like it was time to go do it on my own. Uh, and I, was, uh, I came across an opportunity that was very interesting in the frontier and emerging markets, sub-Saharan Africa. Did he just say sub-Saharan Africa? Yeah, sub-Saharan Africa. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah a lot. It, it, was, it, was a, it was a very big challenge and a big change. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe a little too challenging, uh, to, to be honest. But I do think uh, that, and I, and I continue to think, that it's going to be a very interesting developing market. I do. Uh, I drew, was drawing on my my time in South America, and when I lived in Chile, and was de- were developing projects. I felt like energy was probably a little too complex, um, uh, both from a legislation perspective and a political perspective, based on the, the the region at the time. And felt like real estate was probably a way to to develop a business where the change in regulation was pretty pretty limited. Uh, so spent for almost five years developing. Uh, that business. We merged uh, with a U.S. company uh, in, in 2016, and then I exited about a year later. And now, CEO of the Human Baton. Loud, fun, fast, exciting, and every second counts. We asked Chris to bring us up to speed on the Human Baton. The Human Baton is a high-speed relay race that is run across five events over a two-day period. It includes drift car racing, Dakar racing, open wheel racing, so the combination of Lamborghinis and McLarens and Ferraris. It includes high-speed powerboat racing as well as long-distance horse racing. And the baton is a human being. So you're training with these teams that are going to take you through these five different elements over a two-day period. The current uh, role in the human baton for me is very much a culmination of that. It's, it is having had some success developing uh, uh, a startup outside of a corporate um- umbrella, such as Africa uh, Growth Corporation, as well as developing uh, Xbox's um, non-gaming entertainment platform. 
uh, in multicultural and global environments. And now I have the opportunity to bring in my love for entertainment, um, the distribution experience that I've had in the past, the technological applications of that, having stayed close to uh, technology through advisory boards um, over the last you know, five years or so as well, and being able to be a part of a team that is doing something that's innovative, that's never been done before, uh, that's creative in a remarkable way, that brings together sport, that brings together technology uh, in, in a way that's unique. And I feel like this is a great way to bring you know, those years of experience in different markets yeah, and also the education aspect of having studied here at IBEAR as well as uh, in the School of Cinematic Arts. It all just marries together you know, really nicely. The career thread? The, the thread here is the people. Um, I met the two executive producers, I guess it's been about two years, um, and about a year ago uh, began to engage a, a lot more with them, uh, just talking to them about their business um, and how it was developing and the way things were progressing. And uh, following uh, my exit from the last business, uh, we began to have uh, much more uh, ingrained conversations, and it just felt to me like the right next step and the the team that is coming together overall uh, in addition to the to the executive producers have created this amazing idea is just world-class we asked chris to describe the challenge ahead of him i think for me there's a big there's from a ceo perspective it's making sure that all of the pieces are working together um, and that's both from the creative perspective, from the operational perspective, from the financial perspective, from the people perspective, and making sure that all of those areas are moving uh, in concert, in parallel, and in tandem. Chris described how his career threads are helping him take the right steps on the human baton. I, I think, and, and this is probably going back to, to my time at Microsoft, being thoughtful about the product and the features. How many features can we put in the product? What does it cost? How is the market reacting to testing around some of these features? And just ensuring that we're selecting the right ones. We'd love to put as many in as we can, but there'll be some boundaries. And I think we'll be thoughtful about uh, the different features and experiences that we can provide as a result of that. You know, it's a boundary without limits with limits. Business class. Expert insight into the world of business. The host is Dick Drobnik, producer Pankaj Bhushan, director Dan Griffin, web developer Rick Pine, and I am Robin Garthwaite.